In your hands, my fellow citizens, more than mine, will rest the final success or failure of our cause. Since this country was founded, each generation of Americans has been summoned to give testimony to its national loyalty. The graves of young Americans who answered the call to service surround the globe. Now the trumpet summons us again, not as a call to bear arms, though arms we need, not as a call to battle, though in battle we are, but a call to bear the burden of a long twilight struggle, year in and year out, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, a struggle against the common enemies of man, tyranny, poverty, disease, and war itself. Can we forge against these enemies a grand and global alliance, north and south, east and west, that can assure a more fruitful life for all mankind? Will you join in that historic effort? Hey everybody, I'd like to welcome you to my brand new podcast. This is the first time I've ever done this. I don't know if I'll do it after. I'm pretty excited. Um, I hope to offer a unique perspective on what's going on in the world. Um, The perspective of an average American. Just a guy that's working, taking care of his family, um, you know, busts his ass, and has opinions. Have opinions. I have opinions um, about what's going on in the world. The stuff that I see that I is a person that pretty much goes about his day the same way every day. Things were good for a long time. And I got to tell you, I I never thought I would do a a political podcast. Um, But this is where I find myself now. I just can't, I can't sit by as an American citizen and watch the destruction of my country before my eyes. I just can't. I get the world goes crazy at times, but this is America. This is the United States of America. It's not America. It's the United States. So this year, I um, I did something I never thought I'd do. I mean, I've been a lifelong Democrat my entire life, even as a kid. My family were Democratic. I was brought up 
to be a Democrat. And I've lived as a Democrat, a fairly liberal Democrat. Um, I mean, for all that entails. I was brought up um, in Massachusetts um, in one of the most liberal states in our country. Um, you know, I was raised in a pretty good area. Um, I went to school with uh, African-American students. I went to school with Vietnamese students. I went to school um, with kids that had disabilities, um, Down syndrome. Um, you know, when I was a kid, there was no autism. That's a new thing. Um, that's definitely <laughs> going to be a topic for the future. Um, but we'll get to that at a later time. Right now, um, my main concern is, is that I have kids. I got two girls. And this crazy woke ideology that's being pushed on everybody, it's being slammed down our throats so hard <laughs> and you either eat it or you spit in their fucking face and I'm sorry but I'm the spit in your face type of guy that's me fuck you don't tell me what I have to do don't tell me what I have to believe. I was brought up as a free American citizen that has worked his ass off to get where I am. And don't get me wrong. I'm not rich. I don't have money. I'm starting this podcast off with what I have. I spent 25 bucks on a mic and... Uh, maybe another 25 bucks on the headphones and I'm using the laptop that I have and my cell phone to record. Now that's just a start. So let's see where we go from here. Um, I may go nowhere. I may go absolutely nowhere. But if I can help one person understand what's going on a little bit better, then I've done what I set out to do. So I talk to people, anybody that I can talk to. Um, you know, I have friends, I have people I see. I like to chit-chat. I like to shoot the shit. Um, and a lot of the times, this is what they have to talk about. This woke shit. It's all about the woke shit. Not so much with everybody um they come at it from the other side of the woke shit the oh isn't it so beautiful oh pride this pride that it's pride month yay no i'm good i'm good i am good i was brought up to respect everyone every single plant every single person on this planet I don't care if you are gay, if you're straight, if you are black, if you are white, if you're Native American, if you are whatever. It doesn't matter to me. 
like I was really brought up colorblind and I know that's kind of an iffy thing to say but I really was I have so many friends from so many different backgrounds and I'm very proud of the type of person that I am when it comes down to that So, uh, right now, uh, our country's deficit is at roughly 13, I think it's $13.7 trillion. $13.7 trillion. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. It's like, uh, the government is... Uh, is a little schoolgirl, and she's got daddy's credit card. Not just daddy's credit card, but daddy's black card. And they're spending. They're spending, and they're spending, and they're spending. They can't stop spending. We need to take that credit card, and we need to chop it the fuck up, And we need to melt it and flick it back at them. It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) There is no fiscal responsibility. None. They're just spend, spend, spend. Get it out there. Get what we can. Let's give billions to Ukraine, let's give billions to Africa, let's give billions to South America, let's give billions to anybody that can benefit us, let's give business uh, billions to manipulate this government and this government, let's uh, overthrow this government and put this government in. In case you have not learned your lesson, let me inform you, you have failed to fix a government by overthrowing the previous government and giving them guns and weapons because they just take them and they turn them on our citizens. Our our military people who put their lives on the line, who sacrifice the ultimate sacrifice, and they kill our people with the weapons that we gave them in the first place. It's a very sad and disturbing cycle. So one of my big points is um, I'm a very firm believer in the Constitution. I love the Constitution. I love it. I think it was written... um, to not only encompass what was going on at the time of it being written, but it was written with foresight in order to give us a roadmap on how to deal with upcoming potential events, catastrophes, um, government abuse, um, and all sorts of things. Um... 
and it's being trampled. They're stomping on it. They are... It, it's like... It's like they took a Bic lighter and they just set the fucking thing on fire. I am so disgusted with all of them. Every single one of them. The people on the right bicker with the people on the left and vice versa. Nobody can get anything done. Everybody's trying to one-up the next one. And who can we get into this office? And can we pack the, the House? Can we pack the Senate? Can we manipulate this? Can we manipulate that? Can we weaponize all our alphabet soup companies um, within our government um, to go after people? Like, come on, man. Come on. This is fucking America. America. And we're, we're no better than the Stasi, the Gestapo, right? I mean, that's where we're heading. It's where we're heading. We're pretty much there, but that's where we're heading. So I wanted to read something. <clears throat> Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievance. Yeah, that's the First Amendment. <laughs> Let's look at that. So, I named my podcast and at first I, I wanted to do the average American podcast, but that shit's taken. <laughs> so, I thought and I thought and I thought and I was like, hmm, I know. I know. I know what I can do. So, Pledge of Allegiance podcast. And the basis to this is this. It's very simple. So, one of my beliefs of where we went wrong is taking the Pledge of Allegiance out of our schools. Now... Our children should be our number one concern. Number one. They are our future. You know, Michael Jackson. I believe the children are the future. Blah, blah, blah. You know the song. Okay. So, right now, it seems like the only concern for our children is the hypersexualization and the normalcy of pedophilia. Which you can't even say pedophilia anymore because they're changing the terminology to downplay someone being a pedophile. It's sad. 
It's really sad. It's inappropriate to utter the Pledge of Allegiance because it has one word in it. God. Now, I'm not a super religious man. I'm not. I believe in God. I believe a lot in energy that's in the world. Um, but I believe God's behind that energy. Um, but for you to keep the Pledge of Allegiance out of the schools because of one word, God... That's such a big issue. But, but, <laughs> it's okay for, for teachers to tell our children that boys can be girls and girls can be boys. It, it blows my mind. And they tell them that their gender is fluid and that they can hide and lie to their parents and they're convincing them to be confused. Because how else can you redirect someone or, or focus a person's uh, attention better if they're not confused? Because if they're focused, I mean, come on, you can't, you can't take a, a focused person's energy and distract them. You can't. So you confuse the hell out of them, and then you manipulate the shit out of them. It's very sad. Very, very sad. So one of my other big uh, issues um, is our president. I mean... <laughs> We have a president that is a coward. He's a coward, and he's a criminal. And he's too fucking old. Come on, really? He's in his 80s. 80s. I mean, it's just, it's, it's nuts. Um. <clears throat> oh, that wasn't good. <laughs> Uh, um. <sighs> yeah, we've got a president who's a coward and a criminal. His mental decline and his physical degradation uh, are concerning to say the least. For a man who governs the most important nation in the world, the entire globe, for him to be as unstable, not only mentally, but physically, as he is, not only is it a sad state of affairs for our country, but, I mean... Our enemies are, let me not say enemies, because, you know, um, I'd, I'd like to think that 
our competitors, um, people that we openly compete with on the open market, are not our enemies. China is beautiful. What a beautiful country. I mean, I'm a super fan of um, Oriental heritage and uh, art and culture. It's very beautiful. It's a sad state of affairs that they're under a communist regime, but, you know, whatever shit happens. I hope that the people come around to democracy and their people get more rights and liberties and success. Don't get me wrong, the CCP has um, plenty of military advancement and um, they're doing a great job with their military. Bravo. But, um, I don't, I don't want them to be my enemy. I don't. As much as I don't want Russia to be our enemy. You know, we went through the Cold War when I was a kid. Um, and that was a, I mean, I was on more of the tail end of it, but that was scary nonetheless. I can't... I can't say that either one of them, whether it be um, Russia or China, um, that I would like them to be my enemy. Because I don't. I don't. I'd love to um, compete with them capitalistically. Um I'd like to see where we can go as a globe. I'd like to work on creating some sort of peace for the globe. Um, and I think that if the strongest nations in our world were to get together and actually work together, that we might actually be able to achieve some semblance of peace, whether it be in the Middle East or Africa, you know, the nations that have more problems and more things uh, challenging them at the moment. But this president, he ain't doing that shit. He can barely fucking get up in the morning. I mean, the guy, the guy works. Um, <laughs> he works like... Uh, like a person who's collecting social security which is barely because you're barely allowed to work um it's it's sad that we have a president like joe biden it really is so as i said he's a coward and a criminal um He's used his position um, as vice president. And, you know, criminals don't change just because they change their positions. So, like, if he was a criminal during his vice presidency, I can only imagine that he's an even bigger criminal now. Um, he's probably just got a little bit better at um, hiding it. And, I mean... Like he said, where's the money? Yeah. Because you know, you know that you worked very diligently at hiding 
the trail of the money. But the good thing about money is that we can always find it. And if you got enough people looking for it, we can take that time frame and severely shorten it. So you, Mr. Biden, I hope are <laughs> on a very short rope. But it's... Yep, I'm not going to say that. There's certain things I can say and certain things I can say. Can't say. Sorry. There's certain things I can say and there's certain things I cannot say. Um, we are... Um, we are getting closer to... Um, 1960s Russia um, than we are towards our democratic, free-thinking, free-speech America um, every day. And it's very fucking sad. And it makes me really fucking angry. So Joe Biden has used his power and position to manipulate global Outcomes to fatten him and his family's pockets for what uh, eight eight years now at least. I mean, the guy's probably been fattening his pockets since he started as a politician. I mean, most politicians are horrible fucking people. I mean, they're horrible people. I mean, they say lawyers are bad people, but I mean, come on. I'd mother. I'd much rather take a lawyer than a fucking politician any day of the week. Any day of the week. <sighs> My biggest pet peeve with um, with Mr. Biden and the Democratic National Committee um, as a general um, thing is that they won't debate. I mean, how do you have a democratic nation in the whole focus on democracy is that everybody has a voice everybody and everybody's voice is legitimate and recognized but yet the democrats will not allow a democratic debate why why will you not allow debate Debate is instrumental, absolutely instrumental in democracy. For the fact that Joe Biden probably can't handle a debate. I mean, the guy can barely handle walking across the stage without falling on his fucking face. Um, says a lot. Um, but what it says to me is that they're manipulating the American people that they are taking advantage of the power they have as an incumbent president um, to refuse to debate and that's that's going to hinder the democratic process But with, uh, with the DNC um, choosing to do this, 
they're cutting the American people off at the knee. They're like, come on, man. Like, whether your candidate loses or wins, you should play at least halfway fair. We know you manipulate the, the voting process. You can only manipulate so much, though. Give Robert F. Kennedy a chance. I forget the other lady's name, but she doesn't matter anyways. But RFK, they're scared of. He would run circles around Joe Biden. And that motherfucker would fall on his face within the first freeze. So for these, amongst other issues, I decided to put more on my plate um, because running a business and taking care of two children and a household um, is not enough. I found the need to create a podcast. And I apologize because I'm probably not the best at it. And you may not be entertained at watching me do a podcast but I promise like with everything else in my life the more I do it the more I improve the more I improve the better I will be for you the better I will be for myself and the better I will be for my country I hope that I can impact someone's life I hope that I can give enough information to the American public, specifically the people that are on the fence about the woke ideology crap, um, so that they can come to the side of truth. Now, the woke people like to say um, this phrase... Your truth. Your truth. Your truth is what matters. Let me tell you a little fact. And it seems a little known fact. But there is not your truth. There is only the truth. The truth. That is all that matters. Truth. Facts. Science. That's it. And don't get me wrong. Science changes and adjusts, excuse me, um, as we go on throughout history. We learn more. We have more technological advances. But if it's done well, and it's legit, then it is a good source of information. Just like the truth. The truth that is based in fact. Let me tell you another fact. There is men and there is women. And then there is a third. 
Now, the third is there is mentally unstable individuals. People that have been abused, people that have been manipulated, people who have depression and anxiety, which is not their fault. I'm not blaming anybody. Um, with the amount of chemicals and things that have been pumped into our atmosphere for over a hundred years. I mean, we've had, we've had the automobile for over a hundred years. Those fumes have been being pumped into our atmosphere for many generations of Americans. Coal, emissions from cars, trains, public transportation, um, nuclear plants, um, all these things have been being pumped into our um, atmosphere. And I said earlier that um, there was no, uh, there was no, um, autistic children when I was a kid and there wasn't there was none so within the past 30 30 years we've developed that 30 years that's not a long time it's really not Add on to that the fact that the pharmaceutical companies have been pumping our people full of drugs for a long time. And you have a recipe for disaster. Robert Kennedy said um, the other day that um, our kids are swimming in a toxic soup. And he's correct, 100% correct. And for all the people, I am voting for Robert Kennedy. Whether he makes it on the ballot or he doesn't. Whether he gets the nomination or he doesn't. He is who we need as a president. And I hope everybody does the same. Now I'm still a little iffy on how that would work out say and maybe you guys could help me in the comments if a president will not allow a person to debate and win the nomination appropriately if he doesn't get the nomination if every American Maybe not every American, but um, if a good majority of Americans um, decided that Robert Kennedy was their presidential nominee for themselves, they wanted him to be president. And if we wrote in 
Robert Kennedy instead of Mickey Mouse and all the other dipshit um, suggestions that people put in the the on the ballot would he win the presidency I'm 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 honestly curious about this so I have um, my wife my wife gave me this book and uh, it's called uh, the chaotic elections a mathematician looks at voting it's written by a guy named Donald uh, Sari I haven't gotten into it yet um, but there's a um, there's a whole mathematical way to look at voting and I don't necessarily like I said I'm an average American <laughs> I don't understand everything I don't I'm not um, I'm not a super big political guy I'm just a person that sees something as an American and wants to stand up and speak his mind in hopes that my voice will actually matter because too many voices are being snuffed out daily so if you know if that would work or not work please let me know in the comments I don't pretend to know everything I am the farthest person from person from perfect as you could imagine but I would like to know if everybody wrote in Robert F. Kennedy for president on their ballot would he win I'd really like to know so let me know in the comments um, so this is my first podcast it's my best uh, best foot forward in a new endeavor and I hope um, I hope I can get people to join me like it if you like it don't if you don't if you don't like what I say talk to me talk to me I have no problem talking to you I have no problem debating you either Nowadays, people want to limit speech. I agree with um, the Republican candidate, Vivek Ramaswamy. The answer to this is not less speech, it's more speech. We need more voices. We need more people's opinions. We need more people's passions. Um, and in a democratic nation, all these voices should count. And more and more people are being taken off the roster. Every day. We are not Russia. We are not China. We are not North Korea. So let's stop acting like it. Let's be American. Let's have a belief in God and family. Let's be passionate about our country.
because this nation is so amazing. We're a melting pot of every other nation. We are the best of all the worlds. But we cannot keep going like this and have any sort of success. We can't. Thank you for your time. Um, I hope to um, speak some more. I will uh, let you know. Uh, nope, I won't let you know. I will put out another episode soon. Um, I've got a lot to talk about. Because I've got a lot on my mind. And a lot on my heart. And a lot that is important to me. Um, and a lot that I feel is important to America. So, let's see where we go from here. Thank you again. Have a great day. God bless America. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.